Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Thursday, my friends. Isn't it a fabulous day to be alive? I just think it's a fantastic day that I get to start with you. Thank you for inviting me into your day. I am here to bring you some Jesus (laughs) and some pep and maybe just some holy divine guidance from God. Maybe something that God speaks through me will come right to you and you'll be like, whoa, that was for me because it is for you. Here we go. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is This Stopped Working. It stopped working. You're already like, oh my gosh, for real, God? For real? Yeah, this is for you. Sometimes where God leads you is temporary, but it's still where he was leading you. Sometimes where God last brought you won't last forever. And it's not a work of the enemy when you are forced to move on to what is next. We are so quick to assume when the thing we have now stops working that it must be Satan working against us. But actually, what if it's no longer working because it's God? What if this is exactly how God is guiding you to what is next in his purposes and plans for you? He brings an end to what is here now so he can move you to what is next ahead. What if the very problem you are facing right now isn't an arrow from hell sent to detour you? but it's a messenger from heaven sent to guide you. You see, the truth is, if it kept being comfortable here, if it kept working, if the door remained open, you would stay here. But God has so much more for you. And sometimes the only way he can get you to move toward what he has for you is to shut down what you've been depending on here. Look at the story of Elijah. Elijah was a prophet of God. He heard from God. He was guided by him. And God revealed to him that a drought was coming on the land for several years. Let's first read 1 Kings chapter 17 is where we're going to be hanging out today. 1 Kings chapter 17, beginning with verses 2 through 6. God told Elijah, get out of here and fast. Head east and hide out at the Karith Ravine on the other side of the Jordan River. You can drink fresh water from the brook. I've ordered the ravens to feed you. Elijah obeyed God's orders. He went and camped in the canyon on the other side of the Jordan. And sure enough, ravens brought him his meals, both breakfast and supper, and he drank from the brook. You see, God knows about this drought in your life, just like he knew about Elijah's drought. And he has already prepared a brook for you. 
He has guided you to a place where he will provide and he will sustain, right? I mean, seriously, you are making it through this, aren't you? And isn't that God? Can't you see how he aligned the place you've been in to get you through what you've been going through? But here's the thing. This place you've been in to get you through what you've been going through, it's not forever. This is temporary. God is guiding you past this. But you must understand how God guides sometimes. It's that sometimes he guides us to leave where he last brought us. Because it may not look like you imagined. He may not present you with an irresistible next option that has you excited to move on. He may not reveal to you great plans ahead that make you staying here undesirable. Instead, you may sit and watch what you've had here slowly dry up. And as you watch what God has been providing dry up, It's going to feel a whole lot like attack from the enemy. It's going to feel like God is against you. But learn this lesson so you don't freak out. So Elijah was warned by God about this drought. And he was taken to this brook that gave him water every day and ravens that brought him food. And verse 7, eventually the brook dried up because of the drought. Okay, so that's the brook where Elijah had been led by God, where he had been blessed with water to drink and birds that brought him meals daily. It had been good. Elijah had likely grown comfortable here. He could count on what he needed to be provided. He could see God's hand in it all. But eventually, that brook dried up. What God had been providing ceased. And imagine how Elijah must have felt. Oh, I bet he felt kind of like you feel as this whole thing has dried up on you. God, you brought me to this place. You guided me to this. And now it's going to fall apart. Now it's going to be taken away. Now, after all of this, I'm going to be left with nothing and have to start over. And sometimes don't you just want to say like, what the actual crap? Really? What is this? But honey, when God brings you somewhere and then things change after you're there, maybe it's because God has somewhere else. He wants to lead you next. And maybe the only way God could get you to leave the comfort of this and make a change is for him to force the change. Not because he's punishing you, not because the enemy is attacking, simply because God has a plan for you beyond this and God's clearest guidance can come through a freshly slammed door. Where's my amen? So Elijah had been supernaturally provided for during the drought at this brook. But then the brook dries up. How unfortunate. But actually, how divine. Could your 
unfortunate situation actually be divine? Ah, yeah, girl. It could be. Maybe you've been freaking out over something that is actually freaking good. But the cover of this book doesn't match what's inside. You have to open it up and read the story. So now here's the rest of the story after Elijah's brook dries up and he's left without provisions. Verse 8 through 16. Then God spoke to him. Get up. And go to Zarephath in Sidon, 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 I think it is Sidon, and live there. I've instructed a woman who lives there, a widow, to feed you. So he got up and he went to Zarephath. And as he came to the entrance of the village, he met a woman, a widow, gathering firewood. And he asked her, please, would you bring me a little water in a jug? I need a drink. And as she went to get it, he called out, oh, And while you're at it, would you bring me something to eat? She said, I swear, as surely as your God lives. And notice she says, as surely as your God lives, meaning not my God, your God. I don't have so much as a biscuit. I have a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a bottle. You found me scratching together just enough firewood to make a last meal for me and my son. And after we eat it, we will die. Oh, man, did he ask the wrong person? So Elijah said to her, don't worry about a thing. Go ahead and do what you've said, but first make me a small biscuit and bring it back here and then go ahead and make a meal from what is left for you and your son. This is the word of God, the God of Israel. The jar of flour will not run out and the bottle of oil will not become empty before God sends rain on the land and ends this drought. And she went right off and she did it. She did just as Elijah asked, and it turned out as he said, daily food for her and her family. The jar of meal didn't run out and the bottle of oil didn't become empty. God's promise fulfilled to the letter exactly as Elijah had delivered it. Girl, what if This redirection in your plans is far bigger than you imagined. What if God isn't only moving you for purposes concerning your life, but what if God is also moving you for purposes concerning the lives of others? What if this current disappointment and difficulty is bigger than just you? God met Elijah's needs during the drought by bringing him to a brook. Great. But God didn't want him to stay at that brook, so he made the brook dry up. Why? For the purposes of getting him to Zarephath in the house of this widow. A widow who didn't believe in Elijah's God, but God sure believed in her. A widow who was preparing for her and her son to die but God intended for them to live. God intended for them to believe. How would it all happen? Elijah would show up and allow God to speak through him. How would Elijah show up there? 
through hardship and disappointment of his own. I'm sure what you're going through super sucks, and I am truly so sorry. But honey, God has seen beyond this. He is moving you towards a greater purpose that will have eternal impact. And you can sit beside your drying up brook and question why God brought you to a place that wasn't going to last forever. Or you can seek where he is guiding you next. God has a plan. His plan has seen far beyond this problem. And God has made a promise. His promise will not fail. It will be fulfilled to the letter. Guaranteed. So I don't know what you're disappointed over what was working, but it stopped working and you're like, oh my gosh, the devil stopped this from working and I'm just so angry and I'm so frustrated. Or maybe you're questioning if God is, is disappointed in you and he's punishing you. But I'm just saying, what if God did lead you here? And what if it did work for a while? Because that's exactly what God wanted. But what if it has stopped working now because God didn't want you to stay here and grow comfortable. He has something bigger for you and it's bigger than just you. And you got to go, girl. You got to recognize when this stopped working, it's because God has something else that's going to work for you and you have to be willing to follow him. So seek him Trust him and be in action to follow where he is leading you. Because my guess is his plans are better than yours anyway. Hey, can I pray with you today? Come on, join me right now. Let's pray together. Hey, God, good morning. God, I thank you for a new day of life that you have given us. Thank you for the opportunity to simply be alive today. Lord, all the miracles that you have been working to just bring us to today, the countless things around us that are good and right and working because of you, and we thank you. But God, I thank you for those things that are no longer working, the things that have stopped working for the purposes of moving us on towards the more that you have for us. Forgive us for complaining about these things that are no longer working. Forgive us for getting angry about it, for giving the enemy credit for your work, God. And Lord, I just pray that we would be willing to follow where you want to take us next, even when it's uncomfortable, even when it's uncertain, even when it's frustrating and disappointing. God, we trust you and we trust that your plans reach far beyond this. And we want to seek you. We want to trust you and we want to follow you. God, I thank you for everyone you brought to hear this today. I'm so grateful for the way you speak to us. You love us so much that you meet us right where we're at and you give us right where we need for today. And I, I thank you for that, God. Thank you. Lord, I lift up these families to you. You know what's going on, Lord. You know the problems. You know their needs. And I pray that you would meet their needs today. 
And I pray for your protection over our families. Thank you so very much. It's in the name of Jesus. Amen. My friends, I love you wildly. Thanks for being here. Meet me again tomorrow, okay? Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.